Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod. Today we're going to discuss UFC 248, a couple of heavyweight matchups in the NBA that took place over this weekend, another interesting move from the Cleveland Browns, and we're also going to get into the coronavirus and the impact that it is having on sports, actually with some breaking news that we just saw right before we turned the mics on. So Chad, let's get this thing rolling. I want to start off talking about the Los Angeles Lakers actually this weekend, Friday night, uh, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, getting the win out, and then playing the uh, Los Angeles Clippers on Sunday and finally getting a win against them. Um, did you happen to check out any of those games? Yeah, I watched both of them. Man, uh, great outing, you know, uh, from the Lakers, uh, particularly uh, LeBron James, man, showing that the uh, old man still got a pep in his step there, didn't he? Ding up Giannis, driving it Giannis. A lot of the shit that I have talked to you about where it's like, okay, he plays these certain guys, the Giannis's of the world, the Kawhi's yeah. of the world. He doesn't want to drive. He wants to shoot. But, man, he put clamps on Giannis. He drove on Giannis. He got to the line on Giannis. He did a lot of the things that I've been wanting to see from him in that game so that was really refreshing it's kind of like though like uh you and i have talked before lebron's going to be there when the playoffs start uh the only question that lebron and and the lakers are going to have is is ad going to show up is lebron going to have felt because believe me lebron james is going to ball and uh you know you're a lakers fan you should be excited about those two wins because those are the two biggest wins of your season thus far um, you know, but just keep in mind, obviously, we've talked about this. They are regular season games. Well, that's and, what I want to talk about. And, and the Lakers and the Clippers, um, that's a rivalry game. We've talked about this before. Um, both of those teams are playing to win that game. There's no waiting around. You know, both teams are uh, um, are definitely trying to win that game. So I'm not trying to discredit anything the Lakers did this past weekend because you beat Giannis, then you beat Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, those are great wins. And, uh, you know, I give them credit where credit's due. That shows me, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, they're, the Clippers aren't just going to uh, uh, run through them. Uh, but, but that's what I want to talk about. I don't understand why the Clippers at full strength will drop a game to a team like the Kings or the Pelicans, and everybody's like, ah, it's the regular season, who cares? But then the Lakers and Clippers play two times before the All-Star break, and it's all, oh, the Clippers are too deep, we told you they're going to beat the Lakers, they got nothing for them, see, blah, blah, blah. But now the Lakers turn around, they beat the Clippers, and everybody's like, well, calm down, it's just the regular season. That's like, it's be- getting flipped. No, because what you're going through right now is uh, what I went through for years. When you have LeBron James on your team, the hate's going to come. It just doesn't. It's just weird how quick that narrative flipped because it was just all posts about the Clippers are too much and they're too good and they're too deep and they've got all these guys. But now the Lakers get a win in a hard fought game. The, the it's Lakers. like, oh well, it's just regular season. Calm down. Like, what the fuck is going? Wait a minute. No, no, no. You, those are two big wins. Both, you know, both teams tried to beat the Lakers at their best. Oh And yeah. then it's you know it's just like last night the the Lakers. Lose one to the Brooklyn Nets. That was bad. I'm just, I'm just saying these are regular season games, uh, especially the Bucks. Now that game, I'm kind of like they're eight games up in the East. They can lose a few games. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Giannis oh, yeah. hasn't even been playing. Bledsoe and, and Middleton didn't play last night, along with Giannis. Now you know that rivalry game. Of course, you want to be hype about that, but. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they it is regular season games. You know, it is two very good wins. Um, you know, we'll, but you know, this is still wait and see. Come the playoffs, the uh, the Clippers. I don't think that those they've been completely healthy. You know, and I think that they're only going to gel more. You know, when everyone is playing, I right. think they're about to go on a run where you know there's no more um, minutes restrictions or you know or, or just chilling. Um, so I so I think they're going to gel a little bit. That being said, I fully think now that the Lakers can beat them, but you're going to have to get efforts from LeBron James like that day in and night in and night out. Yeah, and to the AD point, the play that that they ran last night at the final buzzer that I was up at 1 o'clock in the morning watching. He has to hit that, though. He does, but I think that that was designed for LeBron to get to the rack. There was three guys there. I get it. He made the right play. AD's got to hit that. And I was looking at some numbers. AD has put up pretty good numbers all year, but his fourth quarter numbers aren't very impressive. I don't have them in front of me. But he, he seems to disappear a little bit come the fourth quarter. That is what's going to have to get fixed because in the Bucks game, I was talking to you. I said, okay, it looks like Giannis doesn't have that cert- that solidified second starter, that second guy that they can go to. Middleton's up and down. He's right. streaky. If you get Middleton on a good night, you got a real good second player. But he, like you said, he's he's streaky. So. You know that that was a good win. They have the best record in the in the league. I think they're up on the Lakers by maybe three games with the loss last night. I think it was two going into last night. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but the the Clippers game is the one that that I think matters more. There's more of a narrative to it. Yeah. Um, Skip Bayless there. now loves Kawhi Leonard again. I don't know if it's because he hates LeBron James. I didn't even know this. I was talking to Tyler Barnhart last night. He texted me about the games and shit, and I was like, wait, doesn't Skip Bayless? hate Kawhi he was always number two this is number two right. I guess a few months ago like 20 games into the season he showed up wearing a, a Kawhi jersey and yeah, said my Clippers he's, and we're he's back. all he's all he's all about it now that just shows how disconnected I am from his bullshit yeah but I won't slam Skip Bayless too much you know and, and kind of going back to, to the last not last night's game a little bit there I, I can't imagine AD has great numbers from the three-point. I don't think it's terrible. He was four of eight last night. Well, I'm talking about in general uh, throughout the season. I don't know. but Better I than your average big, but not yeah, great. Yeah, but I would imagine it's it's not great. And if I'm Brooklyn, I think they did the right thing. I think you come down on LeBron James, don't give him that easy layup, and if Anthony Davis can hit a three and beat you, then you just live with that. And, I, you know, I, th- I thought that was a, uh, great for them to know that. All right, we got to come down on LeBron. Well, well, I don't know if you want to give him that wide open of a shot because he should have hit that. He yeah, was yeah, wide he had open. to hit that. Um, but I think you live with that if 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 he makes that because, like I said, I, I don't think he's terrible. He's definitely not terrible, but he's definitely not great. So I think you you kind of live with those chances there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and looking at the Clippers game more more than anything, I guess that that showed me something. But I'm thinking in the playoffs, how often am I going to get 24 out of Avery Bradley? Yeah, that's yeah, you that's, know it, it took that. Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely, and it's kind of like a, a lot of people, Sh- Shannon Sharp actually, that you know they're they're going to need that third person. You know, um, you know, is it going to be Avery Bradley? Is it going to be Rondo? But they're going to need somebody outside of LeBron and, and AD, who I actually think AD's got to play big too. But they're going to definitely need a third person. Yeah, to, you know, to step in and, and help them out, whether that's Kuzma or. You know, like I said, Rondo or 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 Avery Bradley. Fuck Rondo. Um, so yeah, I mean that's just yeah, that's that's going to be big for them. And Kuzma has been better in his new role because when they got Markeith Morris, he's more of the backup. Yeah, power forward now. 
But Kuzma's been better in that role. I don't know if I'm going to get 24 out of Avery Bradley. So it was a good win. I was glad to see it, but I still have my. I will say, I I will say the one thing why we're on this on the subject of Lakers and Clippers. The one thing that bugged the shit out of me is you had the people on on Facebook and Twitter going at it with the the Morris brothers. Oh, Mark Keefe outplayed Marcus. You know what's so? And it's like you look at which he did. But you look at Markeith status, and he had four points and five rebounds. Yeah, he, it's, it's not like, like he blew him away. But, but, well, but that Mark, ain't hard. <laughs> Marcus shot like 0-9 or something. Yeah, some I mean, too, a but. very rare day for, for, for Marcus Morrison. you got to think that he's not going to play that bad every time either. So, you know, there you know, there's things that can change. But like I said, you cannot take away the uh, the, uh, the the win from the Lakers, especially that one. If you want to make the, the – um, the Bucks, you know, there are so many games up in the East. Right. The one seed's pretty much clinched up. I would get that, but not not this rivalry game. That was that was a great win for the Lakers, and they needed it mentally. I think and they needed to beat both those teams. Yeah, and they're going to play the Clippers again. They're done with the Bucks. They split with the Bucks one one. Yeah. They're going to play the Clippers again. I believe that that rescheduled game for after the death of Kobe is on April the 9th. So might not be any fans when they play that, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But I'm I'm glad for the Lakers. I'm just sick of the fucking people. And this is my first time. I'm not going to take too much more time on this, but this is my first time really experiencing this because the Lakers were out of the playoffs. You guys are now, you guys are now the Warriors. How you always call them the fake dynasty, which, and I'm not disagreeing. We can get into that later, (laughs) but this, everyone hates them. I that's, guess that's that's the team everyone's got to hate now. Welcome to the party. They just it was just weird. I didn't go through it last year, so I'm I'm learning that, and I'm not a LeBron stan as I've said several times. So we'll and have that's to, where the hate I'll, comes from. Yeah, though. and I'll have to I'll have to learn how to deal with that. So we'll we'll follow that more. Uh, NBA is going to keep ratcheting things up and getting more and more serious. We'll have plenty of coverage on that. So uh, let's move on to the NFL here. Uh, another. Slightly surprising move by your Cleveland Browns, and we actually hit on this a, a couple episodes, and it was kind of in in talks, but not official. But they have released uh, linebacker Christian Kirksey. Is it Kirksey? Kirksey. Kirksey. We call him. We used to call him Kirko. Kirko. Okay. So th- they have released him, and actually, I think he went on a visit to the Raiders today, if what I saw was correct. So we won't um, even play that in Las Vegas. So um, what what are your thoughts on that, man? He was I, – I know you were a fan of his, but uh, I'll, I'll let you kind of get into your point of it. I don't know too, too much about him. Well, no, I, I, I'm not surprised at all. I, th- I actually think this is a move that needed, needed to be made. Um, I know it leaves uh, the Browns kind of thin there at linebacker. Um, but, you know, the, the more surprising one would be the Schobert one, you know, which we talked about that last episode with the money. But in the last two years, uh, Kirko, and this is for Bengals fans, has only been on the field as long as A.J. Green. Uh, both of them have only played nine games, and you guys felt like you haven't had A.J. in forever. Um, yeah. and, and the same here, you know, and, and the Browns owed that guy upwards towards $8 million this year uh, for a guy that can't stay on the field. I think this is absolutely the right move. If if Browns fans, if you, you know, I understand he was a leader. I get that. But how much can you lead when you're not on the field? Um, right. I, I get that, you know, if fans want to be mad about uh, Joe Schobert, Totally understand that, but I, I don't think that you guys should be mad at all about this uh, uh, Kirko, you know, um, getting released. I think it was time. Um, I actually made a tweet about it. I said that you know we were never winning with these guys. You know, something's always fucked up. You know, you the only guy guy that should be safe on on that defense is is Miles Garrett. You know, and and Denzel Ward. Um, so, you know that that's where I'm at with it. You know, I I think that the Browns are going to hit. Uh, Free agency hard. I think they're loading up on this money. I think they got towards seventy million now. 
um, or or maybe it's a, a little less than that, but they're expected to release Olivier Vernon, who, um, like who fifteen million, 15 bucks, million right? dollars are going to come off the books there. And what I what I was reading was it looks like they're going to go hard at a guy that I mentioned last episode. I wanted Everson, Everson Griffin, who's got that uh, that Minnesota Vikings tie there with Stefanski, um, and, and I would I would absolutely love that. He'd be cheaper, and I think we'd get more uh, production out of him. Um, you know, just, you know, back to Kirko though, man, you know, loved him, you know, was, was, he was Cleveland to the core. He was actually the longest reigning Brown on the team. Up oh, until, really? Yeah. Up until he got released. Um, you know, but you got to stay on the field, you know, the best ability is availability. And if you're not on the field, what good are you doing to the team? Um, you know, they got two, uh, two, uh, rookies that they, uh, drafted last year. Uh, Mac Wilson, who I, I don't know. I think I've said this before, but you absolutely love Mac Wilson. He's all over the place, especially in the preseason, but he, he even came on in the regular oh, season. Oh yeah. Matt, Mac he... Wilson bought out and, you know, and they're going to need to either, you know, go after a Corey Littleton or, or, or somebody, you know, maybe they trade up and get Simmons in the draft. I don't know. Uh, but if not, you know, you got Taki Taki who, who they drafted, uh, last year in the later rounds. Badass name. And, and you know, and, uh, you know, he bought out in college. So I I don't know if that's the direction they're going. I, I don't know. But as far as getting uh, rid of Kirko, um, like I said, love the guy, but it was time. You know, some of those guys you got to you gotta be willing to part ways with, and, and he he's one of them. Yeah, and that's, you know, the, the A.J. Green comparison, they've played the same amount of games. Um, $8 million for a linebacker that showed flashes but was never like a dominant linebacker. You know, this isn't. He he was good, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm and I'm not I'm not discrediting him. I just think that there's a difference in that than like okay, well we'll still pay AJ Green because he's AJ Green. Yeah. But but I, I can understand you know if they couldn't restructure the deal or whatever the case was, letting him go and moving on. I was kind of curious as to what you thought their plan was for linebacker, so I'm glad you hit on that. My take from it is going to be the same take that I have on any team that releases a linebacker, any linebacker that becomes a free agent. Cincinnati needs to call him. Did you see? Did you see my argument on there with uh, with Goodberry? Goodberry. And did, and what I'll, is he talking about? I want to say that I am a Joe Goodberry fan. He writes for the Athletic. He hosts uh, Locked On Bengals, a podcast. I Go like on Twitter him. and check this argument out. I like him a lot, but this take I don't get. He said, and "This is what he said. He said that the Bengals should throw money, at, or the Bengals should go get Kirksey. Absolutely, they should." But then he said Kirksey uh, would come in as the third linebacker on the Bengals. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't, I don't care that. if he's been injured for two years. You come in, you're better than Nick Vigil, and you're def- and you're going to be better than Pratt. He's. I think you're better than Nick Vigil. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I have no idea what that dude was saying. Like you said, as a. Uh, you know, one of the smarter Bengals fans I know, and there's not many of you, but uh, um, easy now. But you know, you you. You, you want any linebacker. You want Joe Schobert. You want Kirksey. You want Littleton. You want those guys. But to say Christian Kirksey's going to come in and be the third linebacker, dude, what the fuck were you smoking? Yeah, and he was talking to effectively because the Bengals will run a scheme where there's there's only two Almost linebackers. like a nickel linebacker. Yeah, yeah. like a nickel linebacker situation. So I, I guess I kind of understand no, what he was saying he on that point, but he's not going to be – he's. He's gonna if he's let's say that 
he signed right now and nothing else happened. He's the best linebacker on the team. Absolutely. He's your he's your number one linebacker, not your number third number three. Jermaine Pratt showed a lot of flashes. He also showed a lot of where he's very raw and needs a lot of a pr- improvement. So yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Goodberry, but I, I I can see some of the logic I think he was trying to lose, but I use, but I just don't think that it's correct. Yeah, I, he was like this is why you're a Browns fan. Well, I said, no, this is why you're a Bengals fan. You know, we went back I, I, and I forth there. But uh, I like when you argue with people on Twitter. You're, I'm, I'm not very good at Twitter. You're you, you're a good Twitter guy, though. You know, it's just, you know, to me, that that was just common sense. But, you know, as far as Kirk said, like I said, man, it, it does suck from a leadership standpoint, the fact that he's the longest reigning uh, Cleveland Brown, you know. But there comes a time you, you, you got to cut ties with some guys that not won. You, you've never won with them. And two, you know, you, you got to stay on the field. Yeah, and, there, and, the, and yeah, the, the eight million dollar cap hit was something there too. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on the Browns' um, off season plans, what they do to improve a linebacker. I know Mac Wilson's good, but he can't be the only one. So, right. and you know, the Taki Taki's probably the jury's probably still out on that. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. And and if any Bengals front office members, Mike Mike Brown, if you ever figure out how to work a smartphone or YouTube and hear this. Uh, Duke Tobin, if you check it in, call that fucking guy. Call Christian Kirksey. Call Joe Schober. Call any linebacker ever. I might even hit the gym and try out. So um, en- enough about that here for now. We're gonna have a lot more free agency stuff coming up. Free agency actually opens on March 18th. So coming up quick. We will uh, we will have full coverage on that. I want to get to seven um, days. Shit, this time next week. Yeah, yeah, a week from today actually. Yeah. So we might be in here next Wednesday night with a lot of news for you guys. Uh, moving on to UFC 248, the boys had a good Saturday night. Fun uh, time over at Austin's. <laughs> we went over to Austin's house. Chad made a shit ton of what I would say are the best grilled wings in the area, um, and uh, we made a bunch of steaks. Austin, your dog, I hope they enjoyed them. Uh, we had two dogs <laughs> eat about eight steaks because we left the door open. Um, but we had the Duke North Carolina game going, the UD George Mason game going. And then the uh, UFC big UFC 248 to top it off. So um, we won't talk too much about Duke, North Carolina. North Carolina sucks. They're not good. <laughs> I love that. This year they got it. They, you know, we can't talk about that too I don't much. have a ton of confidence in Duke going forward either. Kind of like, but- like, you know, Ohio State, Michigan every year. You know, you just. <laughs> See, man, why we got to go there? We agree on this game, man. Leave it alone. But it is like Ohio State, Michigan, where, we're, of course, we always want Duke to beat North Carolina, even if they're shitty. Um, UD reeling off 20 straight. I think we all saw that coming. OB. Um, OB Toppins just big, windmill man. dunks, all that Come shit. Come to Cleveland. And, yeah, the, the Cavs may be in on him, actually. Um, and then the, the, the biggest event of the night, though, was UFC 248. And, man. These women, these chicks can fight. These chicks were banging. I mean, Man. throwing hard punches, eating hard punches. This chick's forehead fucking swelled up and shit. So, um, Yolana and uh, Whaley Zhang. Yeah, that in my eyes is the best women's UFC. Listen, fight I ever. know, I know, I know you haven't watched UFC as long as you know I have, right? You know, but listen, not only was that the greatest, the greatest women's fight ever. Um, but that was one of the top fights I've ever watched ever. Me, me too. That's what I was getting Dude, ready to those say. Those girls, uh, uh, Johanna and um, uh, uh, and and Whaley Zhang. Zhang, broad dude for five rounds straight. straight, just haymakers, just hitting each other, dude. That was fucking awesome. Uh, and if anybody hasn't seen it, um, look at Johanna's Yoh- uh picture before the fight and after the oh fight. She looked like a fucking alien. Her fucking forehead was so swole, 
Dude, it didn't. I, I, I was like, man, how have they not stopped the fight? I, I was thinking that too. Because like, it was all swollen up. And I, I, I guess they said it was like a hematoma. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not a doctor. But this woman's head was, I mean, like. Swole, dude. It, it looked like, you know, a quarter of a size bigger than when she walked out. I'm like, is she okay? Like, that's the kind of shit where I'm like, man, this takes years off your fucking life. Dude, but you want to talk about just, like I said, a bra, dude. I mean,. They both deserve to win that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Whaley Zhang end up, you know, pulling it out. Like I always say, you know, the, on the close ones, it's hard to take the belt from the champion. Right. And I actually agreed with the decision, and I did have it 3-2. Um, but, man, just I wish we could get every fight like that. I wish Put that every, on every card. Oh, dude. I wish I'll every, buy every one. Exactly. If every card had one of those, dude, the UFC would just – they'd make even more money than they do now. But – yeah, uh, shout out, to, shout out to those girls, man, because they went at it. And then you know, obviously, you have who, what everyone thinks one of the greatest uh, UFC fights ever. And then you get to the main event, and you know, at the time, you're thinking, how can this get any better? You know, it can't get better than the women's fights. Like this has to be worse. But what happened? I did not expect. Um, that was terrible. Absolutely awful, man. Um, and uh, Yal Ramira and God, I, I forget how to say his. His, Adesanya his, was yeah, his opponent. Romero and Adesanya, um, they call him Issy, so I'm just going to call him Issy. Um, just, just an awful fight, and and you know, and people are going to go back and forth, and I and understandably so. Um, I put that on Romero. Um, you are the challenger. Yeah. You come out at the start of the first round with your hands up, and you stand there for literally two minutes, wanting uh, Adesanya to come at you. And, and and you just stand there. I don't I don't get it. You're the challenger. You need to press. You need to take the belt from the champion. You're not the champion. And then after the fight, you want to talk about how he ran, how he ran. Dude, you knocked people the fuck out. Of course he's going to leg chop you and get out of the pocket. Big That's as hell. what he's supposed to do. Big as hell for no reason. Yeah, and you deserve and you deserve to lose that. Um Adesanya is not isn't uh, isn't a bad fighter because wait until he he fights uh, Costa next and then if he ever does fight John Jones that's going to be a hell of a fight but yeah I put this on Romero I feel like you know I feel like Adesanya fought the smart fight like Dana said um, he he went after the bigger man he chopped him down and unfortunately for a big main event like that the best part of that fight was the leg kicks Romero had nothing for it nothing it's like you said when we were and he watching hit him it. with a couple good ones and he could you know it didn't do it didn't affect him much and it was funny we were watching and I'm not gonna lie I legitimately fell asleep during that fight it, these things run late and everything but it was boring but I remember watching the post fight interview and you're like man we just stayed up all late and watched a big you know heavyweight main main card main event and <laughs> he said and the guy's saying look at his fucking legs yeah <laughs> like, like izzy's yeah. like oh well look at his fucking legs look at his legs you're like that's what we're talking about at yeah, the end of like this we're, fight we're, yeah, that's what i said i said we're so we're talking about legs you know that tells you how bad the fight was if uh you haven't seen the fight i think that you should never watch that fight yeah save your time you know don't don't go google it don't go youtube it any of that because you're just wasting your way you're wasting life um but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I do, I do think that is he needs, you know, it, it's going to be a fight when he gets to Costa, and uh, you know, and I think he deserved to win that. Yeah, his fights will be better. Yeah, Romero shouldn't, and like Romero should never get another title fight again because he, no. he he either can't make weight or he fails every single time, and uh, you know, and I'm and I wasn't, you know, and everybody talks about, oh, that's a bad motherfucker. He is. If he hits you, he is. But he just if he wants did to nothing be. as a challenger. It just it pissed me off. And uh, like I said though. 
thank God for the for the women's fight that night because, like I said, th- those those girls brought that man. made it worth the money. Yeah, right that there. fight alone was worth every every penny, especially since Austin paid for it. <laughs> exactly. But, and you know, it was just, I don't know. It was just it was just kind of kind of throwing me off. I just kind of really didn't understand how you can be that damn big and not do anything with it. So yeah, and then he wants to get on the on the thing talking shit like he ran. He I don't know. It was just and I I got soured I me on that yeah, that guy just, for sure. Yeah, I just like I said, man. Thank God for the ladies' fight, and uh, um, I'd like to see that again. They need to run that back. And and Romero was was overweight at the at the weigh in, right? He, yeah. He, How do you get twenty two minutes to get to weight? Like go take a giant shit? Well, I think you you know you go you put a sweat. I think it was like point something. Pounds. Like close, right? Yeah, so you know, you just sweat it out. You know, you just got to make weight. That's that's just a thing. It's, it's it's like it's just like wrestling. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, that one really didn't didn't give me what I wanted out of the fight. But we still got to get together, watch some hoops, watch some fights, and and I'll never forget that women's fight. Yeah, probably ever because no. I was blown away. We'll, we'll take that one to the grave with us. Absolutely. So good stuff there, and we will be tuned into the next one as always. On to the biggest news that's going on in the sports world, I think, right now. Uh, the coronavirus is is making its impact on the, the world of sports. You know, we've the seen the world it, in general. Yeah, the world in general, obviously. But we've seen, you know, this going on here and all that. But and I'll be honest with you, I'm not super educated on it. I see a lot of people saying it's deadly, and I see a lot of people saying it's nothing. You don't know what's real, what's fake, but... The, I don't think anyone's very educated on the coronavirus. Yeah, unless they're a doctor. Yeah, I, well, not even so yeah. much them, yeah. just because, I mean, look what it's doing. But so coming out today, it kind of was a trickle-out effect. The Golden State Warriors announced that they would have their home games happen without fans um, and ordinance with San Francisco banning gatherings of more than 1,000 people. So there's going to be NBA games, at least in, in San Francisco, going down with no fans in the stands. That's going to be weird, isn't it? Well, I mean, the fans were never there anyway. Oh, the fans were there, you know, For like five year. years. Yeah. yeah. yeah but I nobody mean, liked them before, all, so it's probably all those pretty fan, All those fans are in L.A. now anyway. <laughs> we don't want them. All right, I stuck it out the it last could seven. Be the Clippers. <laughs> well, yeah, they can go over there, but I stuck this Lakers shit out for seven years without the playoffs, so we don't want any fucking Warriors fans. But that and and actually, uh, it trickled out that the first four down at UD um, here in Dayton was going to have no fans as well. And you know, I usually go check that out. Um, you know, my dad works down there. I usually hang out with him a little bit, see some behind the scenes action. I was looking forward to checking that out. But then after, actually right as we sat down and turned our mics on, the entire NCAA tournament is gonna, now going to be played with no fans. That's going to be weird to watch. It's going to be super weird to watch. Just empty be, arenas. It might be like practice, like pick up five on five. Yeah, like yeah. like just go to the YMCA. I. What's your take on it? What do you, what do you think about the just the whole thing, and not not only just the sports? I mean, what do you think about this virus? Are you is it this bad? Like, what's what what do you think? Well, let me be clear on something here. All right, I've lived through the swine flu that was supposed to kill us all, Zika that was supposed to kill us all, Ebola that was supposed to kill us all like twice. Yeah, all that shit. And I'm still here, and I'm letting you know I'm running on fucking Mountain Dew and vape juice, and there's nothing that's gonna fucking stop me. I'm not scared of a damn coronavirus. All right, um, so I don't know um, the seriousness of it. I know that there's precautions to wash your hands, not touch your face as much. People are buying stores out of fucking toilet paper and shit. Unreal. That's crazy. Um, 
I don't necessarily know what that has to do with wiping your ass, but well, they think that they think that the point is coming to where they say you have to stay home. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that you know, I know my job personally has discussed what we would do if it got to a situation like that. Would it be you know work from home? Um, so I, I guess you know companies are taking that into account. Um, here in Dayton, I guess there is one person being evaluated in Montgomery County. I saw on the news that the mayor said, um, not confirmed, not confirmed to have the coronavirus, but there is one person here in our area um, being evaluated for it. So it, it is crazy. But, you know, with this being a sports podcast, looking at the effect that it's going to have on sports, is, I'm, I don't want to say I'm happy because fans that get to experience March Madness, that's a life you know, yeah. if you get to go to the Final Four, they lead it, or yeah. or all these UD fans that that may get their have gotten Gotta tickets, get your money back, to, and and I'm sure they will, but it's like that experience sucks, and it does kind of suck because we're looking at a UD team, right? That, I mean, what's the chances of them being this good right. ever again? Yeah, no, you're right. So now those fans get to lose it, and they're not going to have that fan support from the people that'll travel because there's money at UD. There's people that oh, can yeah. afford to go oh, travel yeah. to Watch the game. Home game, you'll see all those people. Um, so I, that, that kind of thing to kind of, you know, stick to sports, as we say, is I, I can't help but be like, you know what? It's kind of funny to see the NCAA lose a bunch of money because they're just so fucked up in so many ways. But for the people and the fans and the teams themselves, playing without that fan support's got to suck. It's not only the NCAA either, man. Like you said, the, the Warriors, and I'm sure there's more to come. More to come. And, and I was actually uh, thinking earlier. We're not too far away from the NFL draft in Vegas. I wonder if, you know, is this shit going to be contained by then? Or are we going to have a draft with no yeah, fans? See, I, I, I don't know. I think that we got about a two-month span coming up here to where shit, draft before, this, before this shit's taken care of. No, you're right about that. Um, I, I, I don't know. At first, I ain't going to lie, man. At first, I was like, all right, this has to do with the election. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's, and it, it still, does. It, yeah, and I'm sure it does now. I'm sure there's some – some bullshit story to it um, because it happens every two every years. Every election year, man. Yeah, every time something's up for a vote. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I, and to be dead honest with you, um, and I've told you I've not worried about it, but today was when it kind of hit me, you know, a little bit. Like, is this more serious than I thought it was? Because right. never in my 31 years here on earth have they canceled – or told no fans you can't go to a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it either. You know, I've, so I've never seen anything like this. And this actually happened in Italy. Italy closed shit down. I got a buddy, um, Cole Craycraft, if you actually hear this. He's in the military and he is stationed out there. He was saying on Facebook that they're like on like major lockdown. Like, don't leave your house unless you have an extremely good reason to leave your house type stuff out there. I didn't really, until I saw that from somebody I know, you know, I went to school with him. They're like, oh, it's it's like that out there. Yeah. No. So, like I said, I didn't take it serious. I don't know if I still do, but today definitely hit me like, oh shit. Yeah. To, today yeah. makes me because th- I've been kind of with you like this is bullshit. They're blowing it up. It's hype. I think that about a lot of things. I have been known in some situations to be a bit of a conspiracy theorist, uh, whether it's right or wrong. But now it's like, okay, there's millions of dollars they're talking about yeah. that they're gonna lose. Yeah. Tickets, concessions, yeah. merchandise, hotels, like like, and what sucks is no fans coming to the first four means a lot of lost money for the city of Dayton. Yeah, that could use it right now. Tornadoes, the yeah. mass shooting, yeah, a lot right. of things that have gone on. Mainly the tornadoes. You know, the money can help 
get things back up and going. So that on that side of things, that is that that saddens me. You know, I know. Um, you know, so you know, we just obviously this is a, a sports podcast, but you know, you just you just wonder, you know, when is the kids going to get called out of school? You know, is there oh, going to be a work stoppage? You know, you know what's going to happen? You know, I mean, if they're can they're if they're doing this with basketball games, you know, what's next? It's and it's hard telling what's next. You know, the the, the biggest thing for me, I will say is I understand what they're doing. I totally get it. But to me, I think it, it should be more of, of individual to individual. Like if you, at your own risk, type at, thing. you know, what's out there. If you go to that basketball game, you know, it increase. I get that they're trying to stop it from spreading and all that. Yeah. And this, but I still feel, I still feel that way. If, if you go to that game, you know, the consequences possibly. Right. And I think they may look at it like, okay, well, if people decide to go, we have to put people at risk to staff it, to work security and all that. And I, I can get that. But, yeah, free country still, you know. Yeah. Uh, to, and I get that. I would probably go, you know. Um, they're actually having the uh, high school basketball tournaments down at UD Arena tonight and tomorrow. And uh, my cousin Nick, uh, good old Nick Gilder, is a teacher at one of the schools. Um, uh, I'm not going to say where because, you know doesn't really matter but they're playing and they've told them that it's immediate family only no fans are allowed to go to ud to watch the high school tournaments wow um so they're they're it's hitting on that much of an even a local level to where they're okay even you know the the students from from the schools that are in the tournaments can't even go your immediate family can come only so uh because my cousins were gonna go check it out and they they told them no so it's getting crazy um you know for, on the sports side of things, it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be something you'll you'll never forget. Because I mean, just think about watching the national championship With game. Nobody in the crowd at Lucas Oil Stadium because they put that in big ass stadiums that hold a hundred thousand people. You know, they play those in in football it's stadiums. Crazy. It's crazy, and it's just going to be quiet. It's going to be weird. I feel like you're going to hear a lot more like cussing and shit though. Yeah. Like some of it might be kind of funny. And you, and you have to wonder if maybe they get this under control. Do they do they let people you know? get the tickets back i don't know right i yeah. mean i know they've said they've canceled the whole thing but you know you have it's to always wonder. subject to change yeah um you know i just whatever it is hopefully you know if it is something serious hopefully it's figured out soon and and going to our uh our facebook page here we uh actually um and i i didn't have a chance to put out a, a post to gather questions this week i got some things going on outside the locker room that i'm having to attend to and uh with my family so i wasn't sure what our uh, recording schedule was going to be this week so i do apologize for that but dc fortson a loyal follower and frequent question asker asked a uh, major question i'm sure you guys are going to talk about it but do you think it's a good move to cancel sporting events due to this virus um and, you know, I think we kind of kind of already touched on that. So I wanted to uh, give you the credit because you did ask it. We saw it before we knew we were going to get into that. So um, good idea. I, I'm not losing a lot of money. I, I'm not going to say good idea. Um, and, and while we're on that subject, the Cincinnati Reds actually announced um, yesterday evening, if I'm not mistaken, that as of now, they are planning to go forward with opening day as normal. Yeah. Very big for the city of Cincinnati. It's always packed to the gills, the bars and stuff beforehand. So as of right now, that's still going on as planned. Um, but I think with the NCAA dropping this, that the MLB may start looking into it as well. I, well, I think everybody's going to be looking. Like you said, the draft and all that. Is Spring practices in the yeah, NFL. Every, every, the draft going to happen and just go as, you know, 
fucking you watch it from home and, and you know and you get drafted i mean they they're they're still going to benefit off of you know cameras in there with not many people that the players will the, go yeah the show's the show's going to go on you yeah know, the players will go mom goes. dad and i think the nfl and you know and and college football is so far out obviously it's not so far but it's far enough out to where um you know th- i think this is going to be taken care of i can't help but like i said to think that this is uh you know something that that's going on with the government, you know, the election, whatever. I, you know, everybody's got their own theory on this thing. Well, all these primaries are going on right now. We vote for our primary here on St. Patty's Day. So who can say the best thing about the coronavirus or, or whatever may be coming? I do follow a lot of Michigan riders as a Michigan football fan, and I did see that they are thinking that maybe some spring practices or spring games could be involved. But, look, man, like I said, I'm not trying to go left field on, on the political side of things here, but our government can cure anything they fucking want to. They just don't if they don't want to. Cancer is a billion-dollar business. AIDS is a billion-dollar business. But there's going to be a fix for it because from, from, from some of the research I've done, it doesn't look like it's that big of a deal. It looks like the fatalities that come with it are mostly in elderly people yeah, or people who already have respiratory issues. Yes. Um, so I, I'm not sure, you know, all of the details on that, but we'll, we'll keep following it. Um, but they can cure it if they want to, and I have a feeling when it's going to benefit them. It'll just – Disappear. Something will come out because I remember when I was in high school, I got a fucking shot up my nose for the swine flu. Yeah, I, like now looking back at it, I don't it, like it getting shot. Nothing's ever been to this extent. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. You know, there was like I don't know if it was mandatory or if my parents like wanted me to do it. You know, I was kind of younger, I just kind of did what I was told, but never seen it to this uh, to this level. Uh, never seen it to where you know the NCAA is like we're just going to forfeit these millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, TV ratings now will be sky high. Oh, yeah. And oh, and, yeah. and ad revenue will be sky high. So oh, yeah. they'll find a way to recoup their money and make sure that it doesn't ever make it to any other players. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll keep following that. We're going to be in uh, conference tournaments are going to start kicking off. Um, actually, uh, the 13th is um, when uh, the, the Duke Blue Devils uh, will play. Are, are they going to ha- – I imagine the fans are out of this too? Or uh, Yeah, if they're doing the, the NCAA tournament, the conference tournaments have to. The yeah. Ivy League, like Yale and Harvard of them, had already done it. Yeah. Um, but if the NCAA is going to shut down actual March Madness, these conference championships gonna are going to be, be weird, man. Not just you know, You're going to hear that ball bouncing pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm going to check I'm gonna check the schedule on the NBA and find out the next time that the Warriors have a home game. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn on yeah. League Pass and see yeah, what's going on. Yeah, I'm going to it out, yeah. Because I just want to see what it is, so um, we'll we'll follow that closely. Um, you know, share your opinions with us on that when yeah, we, we post this. Yeah, we want to know up. what do you guys what do you guys think of uh, you know the NBA and college basketball? You know, not letting fans in, into the arena and and enjoying these uh, up close. And this is the one time if you want to shit on the government, it's fine. Start an argument with somebody. We'll let it slide this one time, right? We kind of talked about That's it a little right. bit on here. Go ahead. Um, so uh, and then uh, one more uh, question that DC had for us here. Um, was do you think that Des Bryant will have a job this season? I thought that was kind of an interesting one. I know he's been working out, been a little bit active on Twitter. Um, kind the, of the only know. the only team, and I'm sure DC knows that's the only team that I can see him signing with is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs because he's been working his ass off with uh, Pat Mahomes yep. and Tyreek Hill. So I don't think anybody else is going to have any interest. But I do think that uh, if if a team does have interest in Des Bryant, that is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, and that's kind of what I was thinking too. That just kind of it all links up to what they're, you know, they've been working on. So I don't know how much Des, Des has left in the tank. You know, it was sad to see him blow his Achilles in his first workout with the Saints. Um, but uh, Des Bryant, I think that his options will be limited. 
I think few. Kansas City or maybe a return to Dallas. I don't know. That, that, that thing went pretty sour, though. He was yeah. shitting on a lot of people on his way out. But I know he had he had said something on Twitter to the effect of, you know, he would go there and, and let, let bygones be bygones. But um, Dez, you know, up there in age, before he got hurt, wasn't really doing all that great, wasn't all that consistent. So, you know, I think the options will be limited. I think that there's going to be younger receivers in the draft and the free agent pool that could probably get looks yeah. before him. Yeah, I think the Chiefs might be the only destination, honestly. Yep, so um, I think the, that's about it. Uh, you know, a little bit of a shorter one today, not a ton, ton going on, but we are covering everything uh, that matters. Get with us on Facebook. Ne- next, ne- real quick, when we get back next week, you know, we're going to probably be able to we – might, we might do our uh, podcast on Thursday next week just because – let that first day of the uh, free, agency, free agency go through, and then there'll be a lot of uh, conference uh, tournaments going on, and there'll be a lot more to cover. Yeah, because if we try to do it Wednesday night next week while these free agent deals are popping off, we're not going to be able to probably I won't be able to focus on anything. We're, <laughs> we've refreshed Twitter for hours um, on that. So uh, we'll look to get back in here Thursday with the first uh, full day of uh, NFL free agency recap, uh, college conference tournaments how they're playing out and then uh, any updates on how things are going to play out with the fan interacting um you know interacting interaction i'm just an idiot that can't talk um we will uh, cover with you guys as well and then um get with us on facebook like i said let us know your opinions on what we talked about today how do you feel about the virus uh anything else we touched on we love interacting with you guys and um we should have more of a set schedule next week um, to get questions in, you know, a couple days earlier. That way you guys have time to see the post and all that good stuff. So tune in with us next week. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.